registered representative of Sanctuary Securities Incorporated and investment advisor representative of Sanctuary Advisors, LLC. Securities offered through Sanctuary Securities, Inc., member of FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Sanctuary Advisors, LLC, and SCC registered investment advisor. Prairie Fire Wealth Planning is a DBA of Sanctuary Securities and Sanctuary Advisors. This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is developed from sources believed to be accurate. No statements should be interpreted as an offer or solicitation with respect to the purchase of or sale of any security. The information provided is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax or legal advice. The views expressed herein are not necessarily representative of Sanctuary Securities, Inc. or Sanctuary Advisors, LLC, and should not be construed as investment advice. According to an author and therapist, Stephanie Starkus, it's important to acknowledge that your role in your child's life is changing. You'll always be mom and dad but your child may need you in a different way now. It's completely normal to feel that your purpose in your child's life has completely changed. Your child still needs you just in a different way. Welcome to the Empty Nest Full Pockets Podcast with your host, Matt Moline. Here to help you live your best life, whether you're working on or living in an empty nest. We'll be discussing financial strategies, lifestyle tips, and more to ensure that you successfully make the transition from full-time parent to empty nester. Grab a cup of coffee and join us for some great conversations about making the most out of life when our nests are no longer full. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Empty Nest Full Pockets podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing the three things that every pending empty nester needs to know. So this episode might be getting you at a very different time in your life where perhaps you have a child that's already left for college or somewhere in high school and thinking about getting ready to go. Whatever the case may be, before you're a full-time empty nester, we have a few things that we want to help you out with that can help you prepare for this big transition, this big change in your life. So hi, everybody. I'm Matt Moline. I am the founder and CEO of Prairie Fire Wealth Planning and the author of Empty Nest Full Pockets. And so in that book, we talk a lot about the things that all of us need to know as we get ready to become an empty nester. And I describe a lot of experiences that we have with our four children as we put them through school. So Let's kick into today's podcast, the three things that every pending empty nester should know. So for all of us, there's a few things that no matter where you are in the journey or how your journey goes are going to be different. They're going to have an impact that's very unique to you and your family. But there's some generalities, too, that we all go through, that we all experience when we're releasing our children into the wild, as you would have it, or wherever they may be heading next. I believe those things are, first, none of us feels ready. No matter where your kid is in this process, no matter where you're at in this process, we never feel quite ready as it, as it hits us, as it becomes a reality. Uh, two, the importance of a communication schedule. I'll lay this out in detail as to how we handled this and ways I've seen other parents as they've navigated this. And then I want to talk about your first Friday. We'll leave that for when we get to it. So, all right. When my family, when I was young, I had a sister. She was younger than me. And my dad used to always say to her, nobody, but nobody loves you like your daddy. Now, I will note, he never said that to me. So maybe it was something specific that he meant just for, uh, for his daughter. But basically, nobody can relate to your kid the way that you can or understand him or her and the journey that they're going through. And there's also no one that can better understand what you're going through than you. And so as empty nesters, as this process is beginning to unfold, nobody feels like they're ready for it. It hit me really hard when the kids started driving. So when they hit those 16-year-old uh, and or before with child with school permits 
and began taking off on their own events, driving to their own sporting activities, spending the weekend with their friends, going here and there and shopping at the mall and et cetera. Thankfully, we had cell phones. Of course, when I was a kid, they didn't. So my parents generally didn't know where I was. But nobody but nobody um, is feels like they're ready for when this happens. And so it can become a very disjointing and unsettling experience, even more so than when the journey becomes real and the kids actually leave the home. So whether it's for college or trade school or whatever may be going on with your child, when they actually leave then, it's hard to believe that they're ready for it and it can be very hard to believe that you're ready for it. But this transition is something that we all, that most families do go through and have survived in lots of different ways. So begin developing your path now for the ways that you wanna cope with this and deal with this. I see a lot in the message boards around empty nesting of they're gone and now I have no idea what to do. Well. As a pending nester, this is a time to start thinking about what are you going to do? So they are going to be leaving. They are going to be going to school. They're going to be doing whatever they have and finding their own independence. And again, that starts before they even leave the nest. That journey of independence begins well before they've launched. And so what can you do to help yourself get ready? Well, develop a plan. How am I going to spend my time knowing that I'm not going to have all these activities either on the evenings or weekends? Uh, who do I want to expand? My, how, do I, how can I expand my circle? This was really something that, that took hold for us. We decided to relocate when the kids left. And so we developed a whole new community of friends that all were, many of them were in the same boat that we were in varying stages of kids coming and going. And so be thinking about what kind of, how can you build out that circle? And then, you know, where you do want to live. Is this where you're at the perfect spot for you to develop as an empty nester? Or is it maybe a neighborhood that's still focused with a lot of young kids that you're not going to feel comfortable staying in? So all of those things can help get you ready. But don't land on the day that you take your child to school and the house is empty and you have no idea what you're going to do. Start planning now. And remember, you're not alone. Everybody feels like they're not ready. All right. So there's a song, hey, give me a call sometime. And a lot of times people will say this to brush people off. Hey, you know, that sounds great. Give me a call sometime. And sometimes it can feel like your kid does this when they take off because they're like, yeah, dad, give me a call sometime when you're not too busy. Well, we're thinking about them all the time, especially when it's fresh, when they've just left. And so developing a communication schedule is something that really served us well. So Sunday FaceTimes were a given. And then one or two text messages during the week is what we decided for our for our regimen. And the kids decided, or I decided for them, that it was important that they got back to me within at least a few hours if I texted them so that I would know they were okay, that there wasn't any big surprises that had, had come along that they needed my help with, and just basically proof of life that everybody was, was doing what they were supposed to be doing. So checking in through the text messages with the phone, and then we always planned on Sunday night. They had fraternities, sorority meetings, things like that. We worked around that schedule so that we knew when we were going to talk. That gave me personally a lot of comfort because I knew, all right, I'm not going to see him as much as I would like to in these first few months. This is going to change, but I do know when I am going to see them and I do have something to look forward to in communicating with them. And I usually took a few notes of what had gone on during the week that I was wondering about with them. Like, how was the humanities class going? And you told me there was a big project that you were a little nervous about. They tend to do a lot of group work in college now. And so in many cases, the dynamics of the personalities make it difficult to understand, you know, or difficult to assimilate to if they're not used to that from their high school experience. So all these communication touch points are really helpful. And you're going to be surprised at how the attitudes mold as they go through the first few months of college and first few years of college to where they're in many cases going to want to talk to you and they're going to want your advice. 
And I certainly know in high school, they did not want my advice. They knew exactly what they were doing all the time. So it wasn't a matter of uh, how can we interact with dad, but it does become more of a deal um, as they get older. And so your relationship with your child is beginning to change. And so having a, ch a chance to communicate with them on a regular basis can be really, really helpful. All right. So that first Friday fright or that first Friday night. So this can be something that a lot of people, like I mentioned in the first segment, really have a hard time with because they haven't made a plan. So I believe your first Friday when your kids have left the nest should be one of the funnest nights of your life. I think everybody should plan for it. Everybody should gather a group if you want to. If you have a spouse that you want to spend extra time with, if you want to go on a little trip, don't let the first Friday catch a flat footed where you're sitting there with nothing to do and just lamenting that the facts that the kids aren't home. It's going to be cool. It's going to be great. It can be great because you're not on curfew duty at the moment. Yes, they're off at school and you can't control what they're doing, but they're living that adventure. And now it's time for you to live yours and be thinking about that empty nest journey. So we talk a lot in the book and on this podcast about the dual journey of getting yourself ready and your kid ready. Well, you have done many years of hard work getting your child ready for this next episode of their life. And now they're off doing it. Don't forget that you have a journey to live too and a new adventure to live. And this first Friday can be the landmark of that where you can really journal about this, think about it, plan it with your friends or spouse. This is something special that we're going to do on this night, grilling out, having a campfire, going somewhere special, spending the night at a hotel, whatever it may be that you want to do that seems really fun. I would encourage that first Friday, turn it from fright to flight. So it's just a great night that you will remember for a long time that, boy, we made this a landmark and it was something really special. So pending things that every empty nester needs to know, get ready for that first Friday. Nobody feels like they're ready, no matter where you're at in the process and developing a communication schedule. We think these are three great tips that can really help. And the bottom line is the relationship between your child and you are, is changing. And so I'll read a quick excerpt from the book here. According to an author and therapist, Stephanie Starkus, it's important to acknowledge that your role in your child's life is changing. You'll always be mom and dad, but your child may need you in a different way now. It's completely normal to feel that your purpose in your child's life has completely changed. Your child still needs you just in a different way. Your child still needs you just in a different way. So I think that's really helpful advice to understand that you're becoming uh, someone that walks alongside with your kid as an empty nester versus directing traffic all the time like we've had to when they were younger. This can be a chance to enjoy watching them become great independent adults and really a chance for them to blossom into who they're destined to become. And your role then, while no less important, is just changing. And it's changing and they're becoming independent because you've done such a good job getting them ready for that. So congratulations, Empty Nester. So this is wrapping up today's Empty Nest Full Pockets podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about what we do, please check us out at www.pfwplanning.com. And we'll have that in the show notes for you as well. And on our website, we talk a lot about uh, different topics like college planning, empty nest planning, retirement coaching, ways that we can help families. And you're always welcome to set up a 15-minute call where you can learn more and we can answer maybe your specific questions and develop a college funding plan that works for your family. Similar to a mortgage pre-approval, we help families get pre-approved for college and understanding what they can and cannot afford and schools that may be generous and helpful for exactly what your student wants to accomplish. So thank you again for joining us today. We'll look forward to speaking to everybody very soon. Thank you for listening to Empty Nest Full Pockets. If you'd like to learn more about empty nesting, financial planning, 
or the book Empty Nest Full Pockets, visit the website at www.pfwplanning.com. 